Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number 800 951 the website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to Hump Day. Yeah, we're almost there, the midway point of the week. Uh, just remember, on Friday... Jason and I, we've got a very uh, special show planned. Uh, we're taking over Kevin LaRusso. Kevin's going to be off on Friday. So Jason and I, we're going to be taking over the Common Nonsense show. Uh, we, we're going to be uh, playing Catherine Austin Fitz in her latest interview. And believe me when I tell you, you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, we're really, really excited about it, and, and uh, it's it's a, a, a great opportunity. By the way, uh, I, I've said it a bunch of times. I mean, Kevin LaRusso, if you guys aren't listening uh, to Common Nonsense, I'm just going to tell you right now, uh, I, I think Kevin, uh, he's very, very talented, but Jason, this he gets better and better. I, I mean, it's... Uh, uh, really exciting to watch him grow here. And another, he had another great program on uh, again today. So I'm pretty excited uh, for me and you to 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 uh, have a show with his audience on Friday. Yeah, that's uh, Catherine Austin Fitz. I mean, I just had some emails because uh, our our uh, stream was down a couple of Mondays ago. And uh, that, that automatic load of Catherine Austin fits about uh, the, the Great Reset that we have is kind of an automatically loaded thing so that something's going out when our stream goes down once in a while. And I had people emailing and calling. He's like, who is that woman that was on the half-empty cup of Joe? <laughs> it was it was because our internet or, uh, streaming was down, Joe. So that's 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 how good the show's going to be probably Friday, right, Joe? Yeah, and this is, this is a different interview. This is not... Uh, that that and like Jason said, she's one of our fallbacks. When there's some technical difficulties, you'll you'll hear that. And every time, every time uh, one of those things happens, uh, we get calls, we get emails. Who is it? Who is it? Uh, that's Catherine Austin Fitz. Uh, it's going to be tremendous. We're we're really uh, looking forward to it uh, today. Jay Fo- Jay Powell's testifying in front of Congress, and I, I think it's the Banking Committee. Uh, so, I, you know, I'm listening. I'd rather have listened to Kevin, believe me. I actually, Jason, after about an hour, I just had to stop. Because all as it really was is, uh, there's, you know, there's d- Democrats on the committee, Republicans on the committee, and I really, really wish we could get rid of these parties. And just, why don't you be you? And you and and you be you and you be you and don't be beholden to whatever. Well, I'm a Democrat, so I gotta popul- you know, be leftist propaganda, or I'm a Republican and I gotta be right wing propaganda. And, and it was all it, it was was a bunch of nonsense. Instead of trying to hold Jay, Cow- Jay Powell accountable, I mean, really, what they should have been saying is, man. We probably shouldn't have renominated you because guess what? Everything you've been telling us has been wrong. Everything they say is, you know, here's the thing, Joe. You can't trust. You can't trust what the central bankers are doing. They, you know, they have an ulterior motive. They they have to protect their shareholders' profits. You know, those families that own all these central banks across the world. They have one thing they have to do. 
they have to protect their interests and their money and, and their earnings and their control over these countries, these governments, right? So you can't, you can't trust a central banker. There's nothing you can do that will ever get me to trust anything they say, ever. And the biggest, the biggest thing that infuriated me is right or left. They all, oh, well, we want to respect the independence of the Federal Reserve. No, we don't. Why do the bankers have to have independence? Why, why, why shouldn't they be held uh, accountable for their actions? Instead, everyone's, oh no, you guys can do, you do what you do, and, and we're just gonna, we're just gonna sit here and, and, and accept anything that you do. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's the only part of government that I know about that there's no checks and balance in place whatsoever. If they create the people's money, then they should be held to, uh, whatever standard that the people need to have held to. That's just not the way it works, Joe. Because well, they're 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 a private company. They're just helping. They're just they're just doing their their part to help the country. There it is. They're just they're yeah. So we want to respect your independent. No, we don't. If it, 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 and it was so funny is there was one one of the members spoke about the frustration of the Fed blocking Freedom of Information Act requests and, and and using the courts to not allow access. So the, these are these are our elected officials saying, listen, we've requested documents from the central bank and they won't turn them over. That's absolutely ridiculous. This is why we were in this mess. <laughs> you know, Joe, we could, we could, do, I could do four hours in a row on how bad the Fed is, and I, I, I get the history to back it up. Uh, how many times uh, do I go back to like Andrew Jackson? Which the reason the guy's so great is because he eliminated the central bank of his time. Man, can we, I wish we just had people that understood this system. You know, the, the show. Not only did he eliminate the central bank, he eliminated the debt as well. Let's yeah. not forget that. Yeah, he, well, he took the uh, the, the tariffs. From from uh, doing business with uh, overseas countries like Europe, you know England, uh, France, Portugal, and that, uh, and and they took Western land movement, and he t he took these 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 simple you know no federal income tax. He paid off the entire national debt with no federal income tax, Joe. And then he had excess money, which he gave back to the states proportionally. Where's that, right? Amen. Where are all the great leaders? I know where they're not. That's Washington, D.C. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 uh, The Dow is moving around. It's up right now about 50 points. Uh, it's been down uh, as much as 200 points. Uh, it's been up as much as 100 points as, as Jay Powell. He's letting us know, Jason. Hey, no, no, it's really important that, that we get back uh, to 2% inflation. Uh, and, and here's the thing, just so everybody knows, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. Right? I'm going to help you all out. You can't get back to 2% inflation unless you're willing to break it. In other words, unless you're willing to put the uh, uh, entire economy into uh, a Great Depression, it's not going to happen. And here's the problem. They're too stupid to realize it. Or, or to Jason's point, they actually realize it, and they're going to do it anyway. Uh, but, but, but by the time they, they decide 
to to stop raising rates. It'll already be too late. One of the interesting things he did say is right now, between now and the end of the year, so so we're at one and a half, uh, technically 1.6 is where uh, the Fed's funds rate is. They want to get, by the end of the year, somewhere around 3.5%. So, Jason, kind of letting us know, hey, listen, rate, rates got a lot, we, we got a lot more hikes to go, and, and at that point, uh, I, I think the, the, the overall shape of the U.S. economy heading into 2023 is going to look pretty dim. Exactly, Joe. We've kind of speculated that nobody really knows exactly where it's going to head. We, we don't know how high the rates will go and how long the, the rates will be there. But yeah, you kept pointing at, at October, which I think is it's becoming more and more relevant at that time frame because uh, even though I, I it's, you know it all comes down to the inflation, doesn't it, Joe? Because if they can't get the inflation under control, they're going uh, they, to they're going to have to feel like they have to keep raising the rates to try to chase it and get it down. But will they be able to do that? And I'll tell you right now, and I didn't get to I didn't get to watch these few pieces, but it looks like James Bullard of the St. Louis Fed, and I haven't got to see this piece yet, but it looks like he's he may have mentioned a couple of things, kind of hinting that, boy, the moment we stop the inflation, there go the rates going down, and the printing machine's going to go crazy. He, he was he was kind of alluding to it. I didn't get to see the the comments yet, but uh, I'll, I'll uh, we'll talk about it when I when yeah, I, and see I, it, I think I think that's wishful thinking. Yep. Uh, I really do. Uh, I I don't see. Uh, I see the Fed raising into a recession, right? And again, we may be in the recession right now. You know, we've got about what eight days left here in June. That's the end of the second quarter uh, right now. Uh, it, it, it's probably you know sixty forty, maybe fifty fifty that we get a positive GDP number. If we get a negative number. Then technically, uh, the recession will have already started. Like I said, this is unprecedented of the of the Fed raising rates and, and really think about what they're talking about. We need to raise rates aggressively yeah. as the economy not only is is it slowing. Let's say at best case scenario. Uh, the the best thing you could say is pe- some people out there uh, that maybe we can avoid a recession, right? That's probably the the best they're hoping for. Uh, it's it's not likely. Matter of fact, it, I don't think it's possible at all. Uh, and even now, you, you'll you'll see headlines. Oh, J.P. Morgan says forty percent chance of recession. I want to point out to everybody what that really means, because for most of us. When you say, hey, there's a 40% chance, that means there's a 60% chance it won't. All of us know here in the Valley of the Sun, when they say there's a 40% chance of rain, what do most of us say? Yeah, it's not raining, right? It's not raining. It means something very, very different on Wall Street. Just so you know, during the financial crisis recession by the way do you know what jp morgan and goldman sachs and all of them said the chance of recession was oh that's right it was 40 percent jason 
That's that's right, Joe. That's right. And well, the interesting thing, Joe, is that the Fed, if, if we go into a hyperinflative state, if they can't get on top of it, hyperinflation is actually one of the ways the Fed will actually just go away. Because if they completely lose control, and we have a we have a Venezuela, Zimbabwe type situation, a, a, a you know, a, a, a Germany situation. Well, when, when do we say we're in hyperinflation? I know they got the, and it was also funny hearing all these different members of Congress saying what inflation was. Some were some, you know, the 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 Fed lovers were using the core rate that with the six point three. Uh, some of them were quoting the eight point six. But you know what was funny, Jason? I didn't hear one. Now, granted, I had to shut it off. But I listened for an hour. Not one of them said, hey, we can call inflation what we want. The real rate of inflation is 20%. I mean, at what point, when does hyperinflation start? I think the type of hyperinflation that would eliminate the Fed, Joe, would be a loaf of bread at $50. That kind of, hyper, oh. that kind of hyperinflation, because then the Fed, there's no use to have the Fed. Now, Joe, check this out. Now, you know how I, how I think. I think the whole thing is rigged. I remember a couple of years ago, and I haven't talked about this much recently, but there, we're, have, we're heading for a great economic reset worldwide. What that looks like on their side, we don't know, but I'm sure there's a plan. One of the things I used to say is, well, the, the Fed will be sacrificed. It'll be the sacrificial lamb for the new system. And it'll just be the same group of families and corporations. It'll just be a different central bank, like the IMF. The IMF and their, their currency basket Hey, all these little currencies all across the world, they all die in this great reset, almost all of them. And you have the euro zone, you have the dollar zone, you have the uh, yuan zone. You have these, you know, where they, they, they shore it up, just like you said, Joe, all these banks disappear. You, know, you, you, you create this, this even worse central bank monstrosity. Let's just, call, let's just say the, uh, the, the IMF takes over. And, and it's uh, special drawing rights, and there's a digital currency out there. The Fed being slain and being blamed on this worldwide catastrophe, you've got your sacrificial lamb. So this, in this situation, Joe, you could see the Fed do completely stupid things so that they can be the blame. Everybody's, you know, how many people now know this year, Joe, the, how bad the Fed is, how central banks, how bad they are versus 10 years ago? I mean, people didn't really know this stuff 10, 15, 20 years ago as much as they do now. So they've got it built up. They've got they've got the perfect finger to blame if they decide to switch away from the Fed. I don't know if that's what their plan is, Joe, but you know that if they can sacrifice one of their own and then place themselves back on the throne, that that would be the ideal situation. Yeah, we had the Bank of International Settlements come out talking about uh, the need for the the central bank digital currency, uh, and, and so really when you think about uh, what what's happening? Uh, it's really happening quickly. I mean, on Friday, Jay Powell at this conference talks about, oh yeah, we gotta have this digital currency. Uh, if you actually go out to the Bank of International Settlements webpage, it's all about digital currencies, and it's all about getting ready for this thing. So, so to Jason's point, listen, this has been a huge plan within the banking industry. Uh, for for a very very long time, and, and like I said, this system broke in 08. It was broken. They were all insult, every one of them. You know, Bear Stearns and Lehman Brother. Uh, it was believe me, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, City. They were all insolvent. All those European banks. 
And they had to come up with a plan. And this plan is this digital currency. It, it is going to be the thing that takes away more wealth and freedoms than you ever possibly could have imagined. Uh, and again, this is why uh, f- uh, this, this Fed independence is such a bunch of nonsense. Uh, but Jason, it's also why, think about what they decided to do. And one person on this committee brought it up barely. Because you could tell someone wrote the question for him. You could tell the guy didn't even know what he was asking. But somebody talked to, to about the Fed about, hey, why did you break all of these, you know, unwritten rules about monetary policy? And now, isn't it because you broke all of these unwritten rules of monetary policy that we're in the mess we're in now? And the answer to that question is absolutely. I mean, it's not by accident that the debt of, you know, really think about it, what is the debt, like $5 trillion when the housing market started to wobble? Yep. And it's now $31 trillion? In a matter of, what, 15 years? Yep. The Fed's balance sheet, they've added you know, added another $9 trillion. But the, the really devious stuff we found out with those Freedom of Information requests, all the hundreds of trillions behind the scenes that the central banks were doing, and again, Jason, I think they were just buying time and now they're going to use this this crisis here because what was going to happen in 07 and 08 still needs to happen. Yep, they just kicked the can down the road. How many times have we said that over the years, right? Yeah, it still needs to happen, and it's going to happen. And on all as they've done is they've done two things. Number one, they're going to make sure you pay for it. What well, you, we. And then number two... They're going to come out with this digital currency that's going to tell us what we can buy, when we can buy it, and how we can buy it. And at any point in time, think about the power of this. Hey, if you don't spend the money that's in your Fed account in 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, we're just going to take it away. Or, hey, guess what? We're going to start charging a, a negative interest rate on all Fed accounts, right? So, in other words, uh, we're going to, uh, you're not going to be able to have $100,000 sitting in the bank day after day, week after week, month after month. And I've got really, and I've been saying it over and over and over and over and over again. I promise you, all of you out there, that have hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank, a hundred thousand, maybe as low as fifty thousand. Heck, I think anything over ten thousand is going to be scrutinized. And you have it month after month, year after year. When this thing is said and done, you're not going to have it, Jason. It's just that simple. And if you have a half million dollars in the bank, and that's your retirement, and you're going to live off that the rest of your life. Do you, do you really think that's going to support you the rest of your life when things go crazy? If we get eight to ten dollar a gallon gas, you're going to have twenty to thirty five dollar loaf of bread. And what does that do to your half million dollars? You can buy a whole lot less loaf of bread and gallons of gas. 
You know that that money is not protected. You could, I, you think about this, Joe. Half million dollars might essentially be really worth not very much very quickly if this thing goes uh, where it's going. I'll, I'll tell you how much different it is. Go, my wife and I, when we bought our first house, our Joey, our, our youngest, we moved in right before his first birthday. The house was $135,000, which was pretty close to what you would call the median price at the time. That was 2000 Now, to get the median price, we had to move all the way out to Anthem, which at that time was way out of town. But neither here nor there. Fast forward today. So think about a half a million dollars. Hey, I can buy a house. Still have over, you know, 300 and... $65,000 in the bank. Fast forward to today. That same house, they want half a million dollars. That's that's how fast uh, this money has really, uh, uh, really deteriorated. And we're getting ready for the great snatching of it as well on top of it. 800-951-0592, 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour, gold's up six here, 1845. And, uh, right now, I'd love to see, uh, close above 1850, 1880, another critical level. A close above 1880, uh, is gonna set us up again, uh, for, for all time high, uh, gold prices. And this, this administration, Wow. I, I hope this doesn't happen. But apparently uh, the Biden administration today is going to call on Congress to suspend the gasoline and diesel tax for 90 days. Now, this is the federal tax. So I don't know if he doesn't have, if he can't use the emergency powers to do it on his own, or is he doing it this way because... He doesn't think it'll pass, but he wants to come off sounding good. Uh, by the way, the federal tax on gasoline, about 18.4 cents. Diesel, 24.4. But he's also going to call on states to suspend all of their taxes on gas. And, and, and I will say this. Let's just talk about the federal side. If the federal stuff happens, Joe Biden just made inflation even worse if the states go along with this jason you're i'm talking about inflation so far out of control because all of that does is will increase demand which is the last thing that they're trying to right now the federal reserve is trying to lower demand I think demand for a lot of things is going to go up here uh, before they can actually crush it. Like you said, with, you know, demand destruction, Joe, is, is going to happen. It's really, it's, 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 it's really, it's almost. Uh, there's almost no way it's not going to happen. But man, I, I, why do I feel like there's, uh, you know, th- there's too much? That, that will guarantee oil at two hundred dollars a barrel. Yes, I, uh, absolutely. I'm just telling you. Yeah, I, d- that's idiotic. Demand's going to go up, Joe. I mean, we're going to see, especially in the next 10, 15 days before the holiday. And then after the holiday, I think when uh, you st- people start to see the shelves starting to empty, I think demand for everything's going to – I think it's going to spike, Joe. I think it's going to spike a little bit. And like you just said, th- that will make the inflation go berserk, won't it? Yeah, and, and uh, Jay Powell was testifying. Uh, one of the things he said, I, I 
didn't like, well, a lot of it I didn't like, but that I think he's right, I guess. Maybe that's that's a better, one of the things I actually agreed on what he said was, he goes, by the way, we have yet to see the effects of that shutdown of Shanghai and Beijing. He goes, that's coming. To Jason's point, a matter of fact, I, 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 I forget, you played a clip the other day where pe- uh, somebody was talking about, hey, everyone's out there spending, you know, the 4th of July holiday. Uh, prime example, Jason and I are both taking off. Uh, we, we, we uh, uh, the 4th of July is on a Monday. Uh, we're, we're doing the, you know, the new vacation, the long weekend. Jason and I are both going to be off on Friday. Uh, we're arranging for, uh, we're going to have special guests. Uh, obviously, we'll be closed on Monday. Uh, but, but Jason and I, we won't even be here on Tuesday. Matter of fact, Jason, you're actually leaving on, you, you'll be gone Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, heading up to 4th of July. But everyone's, right, they're doing that. They're going to be out barbecuing, doing what we do on 4th of July. Yes. They're saying that that spike in demand, don't be shocked after the holiday's over that a lot of items all of a sudden are now out of stock. And if you're not buying your 4th of July food now, if you go to the – I'll go next week and pick up my 4th of July food. It's, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to progressively get worse up to the, the 4th of July holiday. And then like Joe said – when people start to see the higher cost of everything, while they're actually doing this, you know, some people, Joe, some people they don't they don't do very much grocery shopping. They just eat out, eat out, eat out, eat out, and then you know, it's like, well, let's, let's go to the grocery store. Some of these people they may haven't been in the grocery store in a couple of months, maybe if they just always eat out. They're gonna go to the grocery store and, and they're gonna look at that receipt and be like, what happened in the last six months? Some people haven't, you know, there are, believe it or not, there are some people that really haven't woken up to it. And they're going to be woken up in a, in, a, in a bad way. And some of these people, Joe, they're going to join that demand uh, around the Fourth of July holiday. You're going to see, I, I think you're going to see some some shelves that are emptier than they've been. You know, they, they've kind of magically been keeping them full for a while, and then you're going to start seeing empty. And then that you know that extra that that uh oh factor is going to set in. Oh crap! I better go get mine, right, Joe? And that that's going to happen oh, after the Fourth of July, right? You know, I, I go back to toilet paper. Remember the toilet paper shortage? All of a sudden, then you couldn't get. A can of soup, right? I mean, all of a sudden, other things just started disappearing. You know, the water aisles were empty. And Joe, uh, you know what's funny? Again, you, you, right? you know what's that, funny? That could happen. What, you know what's funny about the toilet paper thing that people don't get is that yes, there are supply line issues, and then you have you know you have the inflation, you have fuel issues. Everything is so interconnected. That toilet paper shortage that people what they don't really get was when when the coronavirus shutdown happened. The toilet paper that goes to businesses is different than the toilet paper that goes to your store to buy. And so the reason it disappeared is because all those bathroom visits at your local office or your wherever you work, that came to an end for like a month or more, maybe two months, three months, depending on how, how long your office was closed. So suddenly the, the, the stores had to supply all the toilet paper that wasn't being used at the office. And then, and then, and then the, the stores instantly were emptied. That's how fast you just one difference in the supply lines and everything is empty. And you know the baby formula, Joe. So same thing. One yeah. big one big manufacturer shuts down. All the baby formula goes away. So just a couple of things on the auto sides. Another big driver of inflation. Uh, by the way, auto car payments. New all time record high interest rates. Right, they're just crushing uh, auto payments now. But Stellantis. 
for those of you that don't know, right, they, they're, they're a, uh, a stamping plant. So they, they, they make a lot of parts for autos, you know, for, for Chrysler, for Ford, for, for, for General Motors, right? They, they make the, a lot of these parts. Uh, they're actually considered the world's fourth largest car maker, just to kind of give you a perspective here. Uh, headquartered in Michigan, said that they are going to begin indefinite layoffs starting this week, saying that the layoffs will be from top to bottom. Uh, and again, like I said, starting this week, uh, there is no response from the UAW. Uh, it's the largest stamping plant in the world. It employs 2,184 employees, of which 2,000 of them are hourly workers. And they're saying that, Jason, it's a supply uh, a supply chain issue. They don't have enough of the parts to make the equipment, so they got to lay people off. Yeah, if you don't have the tools and you don't have the... Uh the resources to, to, to continue manufacturing at a normal level, then you got to cut costs, and that's going to be employees. That's the first thing, right, Joe? That's crazy. Patriot Radio News Hour. Yeah, I know. Come back if you can take it. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour here with Joe, Joe and Jason. And you know what, Jason? It's really this catch-22 too much of stuff we don't need and not enough stuff that we do need. Uh, Daimler, uh, Mercedes, the largest truck maker in the world, says that they can't get enough parts. And they're saying it, and it's not just chips, saying that they have multiple factories where they have 10,000 or more trucks that are missing one or two parts and that they can't get them. They're scavenging the world for parts. Uh, and then on the other side of things, Samsung is telling its computer, uh, component makers to delay shipment because they're saying that U.S. wholesalers are overstocked with inventory. It's kind of like, uh, Joe, when I, I remember when Jack was little, he, we'd buy the uh, Lego sets. We'd build Lego sets together. I think I remember one time there was like a major piece missing out of the set, and you have to call Lego and have that piece sent. And you had a kid who wants to play with a Lego set, right? And uh, you, you got to wait two weeks for them to ship this piece out so that the kid could play with the toy, right? That's exactly the same thing. It, it, at least, at least with the Lego thing, it was an accidental. They, they they just didn't put it in the set. This this is a huge problem. They don't have the pieces to finish the set, right? Yeah, it's it's a. Uh... It's incredible what the what the issues are uh, facing us right now. Uh, what one of the what of the, the funnier exchanges I saw this morning uh, was they asked them, "Hey, Jay Powell, will raising these interest rates lower gas prices?" And he goes, "No." <laughs> oh well, will it lower food prices? Mm, no. <laughs> and I just started laughing because really it won't, right? What, what he's hoping for is that there's creates enough demand destruction that 
that people get their hours cut, right, or uh, ultimately have to lose their job because the only way to get the demand destruction that we need, Jason, is for people to have a lot less money. That's correct, Joe. That That is absolutely correct. Um, I mean, for, for you guys out there that are gold and silver buyers, I mean, uh, I don't know if we're going to have a special today or not, but continue to stack it as best you can. If 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 you are buying X amount of dollars of gold and you need to you need to buy less per month, just consider yourself fortunate. I'm going to tell you right now because I've I've been here just over four years running this Colorado office, and this is also just a message to you guys out there that are selling. If you guys are selling to us, if you're if you need to sell a couple ounces of gold, you need to sell some silver. You got to be patient because I have never seen the flood of small sellers of gold and silver as I have the last month and a half, two months, Joe. It's it's an ex- you know, and this this shows this is why you buy this stuff because if things get tough, you have something to help you try to get through it. But Joe, if you can buy, yeah, I think we're a great microcosm for the economy, right? We yeah, we, yeah. we get a ton of like as Jason said, small sellers. Hey, I'm selling a roll of silver, or uh, I've I've got a couple of twenties, or or maybe it's a, a few five dollar pieces, and then on the other side of it. Right, we we've got the 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 people uh, calling up and hey, uh, I'm order, ordering two hundred fifty thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand. Right, the people that have uh, uh, the means, Jason, are stacking, and, and the and the people that that hey, you know what, I I was able to manage my money and save enough that I could buy some gold and silver over time, but now all of a sudden. Food prices are up, gas prices are up, my power bill is up, my car insurance just went up, and all of a sudden, hey, guess what? I'm out of money. I've got to sell some of my savings, right, to be able to get bought. That's right, Joe. And when I came on in 2018, you could buy a $20 Liberty for like 1250 or 1300 Now where we're sitting, that, that amount of money is barely getting you the $10 Liberty, and then the ten dollar liberty guys are now buying five dollar liberties. The five dollar liberty guys—that's why the, the ten ounce gold pieces are so popular. Because I was buying, you know, five dollar liberties when I could, but now I can only get the ten ounce gold pieces. We're getting ready to hit that another level where that what you were paying to get a twenty dollar liberty now you're only going to get a five dollar liberty, or maybe maybe a little more than a five dollar liberty. That that is the next step that we're heading into. And uh, so it, I'm going to say this, keep on buying, get as much as you can. That quarter ounce of gold is going to uh, protect you a lot more than it did in years past, Joe, because this this thing is, is moving. Yeah, and speaking of 10th ounce gold, uh, U.S. $5 liberties right now are $615. Uh, the $10 piece, $1,115. And today the, the $20 gold piece at 2185. So to Jason's point, uh, the, these things are, are, you know, from four years ago, we've, we've essentially, you know, you, 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 your, your one ounce buyers now a half ounce buyer, your half ounce buyers a quarter ounce buyer and on down the line. And, and we haven't even begun. Remember when the big run happens? The big run happens when the central bank cries uncle. And has to stop raising rates, even though inflation is still roaring. Or the Fed says, "You know what? I Jay Powell says I am Paul Volcker, 
and I'm going to keep raising rates even though we're in the depression. And either way, Jason, gold prices are going to take off significantly. And, and that's why I brought that up earlier, Joe. If the Fed is going to be a sacrificial lamb, uh, they'll let the inflation go until it destroys the Fed. Now, if the Fed wants to preserve itself and not be the sacrificial lamb, they will keep raising rates and selling off their balance sheet as fast and as hard as they can. I mean, we have three rate hikes this year, and essentially they, they doubled each time. Zero to a quarter point is essentially a double. 25 uh, uh, basis points, and they added 50 basis points. That's doubling of the previous. And then 50 basis points, they raised 75 basis points. They're going from 0.75 to a 1.5%, Joe. They're doubling. It doesn't seem like it's a lot, but they are doubling every time so far, Joe. Yeah, that's that seems to be the the, the mantra so far. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. And, and Jason, over the break... Uh, we got some good news from uh, the Bullion Bank. Uh, they've got some 10th-ounce gold eagles. Uh, again, it's not a lot, but uh, they, they've got about uh, 150 to 200 10th-ounce gold eagles. Uh, right now, 10th ounce, uh, and I'll get this on, I'll get them up on the website as well, because I think I took, nope, I got, yeah, 255, 240, one more time, 240 on 10th ounce gold eagles. So now there's something for everybody. We got, uh, you know, the 2185 on the 20s, all the way down to 240 on, on the 10th ounce American gold eagle. And like I said, we have a lot of people that are having to sell. And, and I'm going to tell you, the guys out there, if you have to come in and sell, give, give us a call ahead of time. Let us know when you're coming in because, uh, I'm, I'm, like I said, we're, I'm dealing with a lot of small sellers so we can get you to get taken care of. Uh, but if, you, if you're buying just a little bit, and I, I, it's funny, Joe, you hear these people, man, I can only buy one ten-thousand ounce gold piece. What are you complaining about? <laughs> you're, you're adding. If you're still adding, you're, 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 a, you're a little bit ahead of this thing. You're, you're doing fine. And if you're selling... I get it. If there's, there's ups and downs, we'll take care of it. Here's the thing. That's your money. You need to, to use it when you need to use it. That's what what Joe and Eric did before him. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a service. They're trying to protect what you've got. And then hopefully you hold on to it for a while. Maybe three years later, four years later, you, there's a reason that you need to, to, to get that to exchange back into those Federal Reserve notes, buy whatever it is you need to buy. There's all kinds of different reasons why you cash it in. That's what we're here for. We don't talk a lot about buying from you guys. But we do it every day, Joe. Yeah, e- e- every day. Uh, and again, it, 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 like Jason said, hey, we're here. Whatever your needs are, whether you're buying, uh, selling, whatever it may be, uh, we, we've got you covered. 800 uh, Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here. 10th Ounce Gold Eagles. Uh, at 240, like I said, $20 golds at 2185, $10 golds at 1115, $5 gold pieces, the, the old quarter ounce liberties at 615 bucks. Here's the problem, Jason. It, it, it's the same thing. Gold and silver's got the same problem the trucking industry has. Which is, hey, we just, there's just not a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, it's, it's interesting how the, the cost of lumber does this and the cost of copper goes crazy and suddenly there's a, a freeze on nickel because there's somebody in China is just buying up all the nickel or, you know, and then all this stuff that we've reported over the last bunch of months and supply line issues. But 
Yeah, gold and silver, they're flirting with all-time highs, but it's it's not like they're doing 100%. You know, look at what lumber did, tripling in price, things like that, Joe. Uh, but silver and gold, they don't, you know, and that's that paper. That's that paper mirage that they, they put on us. We have to use that paper uh, spot price because that's how the markets run. Uh, can you imagine, Joe, if, if if people would peg it to a physical price, if there was a physical spot price that we could, you know, what would that look like? Well, and, you know, this is what you're hearing a lot of people talk about with these digital currencies that uh, they want to start uh, tying those to an actual physical commodity uh, because they, 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 they see the fallacy that is these paper markets. I mean, listen, Wall Street at 30000 I'm sorry, that's a fallacy. It's not going to be at 30000 it's completely overvalued. Uh, silver and gold, where they're at, are completely undervalued. Uh, everybody can. Everybody's kind of waking up to your point, uh, to, to all the paper games the Fed has been playing. Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody.